Welcome to the Mom Worthy Podcast. This is Brittany. This is Sam. Grab your coffee or your wine and come hang out with us. It's time for another conspiracy episode with Mom Worthy. Wah, wah, wah. You asked, and we're here to deliver yet again because that's what we do here at Mom Worthy. <laughs> we got you, mamas. We actually did a little box yesterday asking what you wanted us to talk about today. And we had some ideas already, but the majority asked for another conspiracy episode. And we love it. So here we are. We love it. And we recently did a survey asking. If you guys believed in the moon landing, yes or no? And 20% of you guys roughly said you don't, and about 80% said you do believe in the moon landing. Which is funny because there was a poll, like a a universal poll, and that was about the same results. Seriously? About 20% of people don't don't believe we landed on the moon. Huh. And we got so many DMs from you guys shocked that people don't believe believe that we landed on the moon. And it really got us thinking, I want... Me personally, I hadn't looked into the the theories of the, of the hoax and everything before, but it really got me thinking. I want to know both sides. See, and I I I love good conspiracy theories, and I've looked into this one a bit before, and I've looked into both sides because that's how I am when it comes yeah. to conspiracy theories. I think people, as soon as you, some people judge someone based on their beliefs in conspiracy theories, and for me, I automatically think, what are both sides? I yeah. want to look in to see why people believe one thing over another. So I've watched documentaries that make it really believable that we did not land on the moon. And then I've also watched videos debunking all those claims. And to be honest, still to this day, I can't say 100% one way or the other. So that's why I think this one's actually a really interesting theory. I do too, because in my research to prep for this podcast today, I don't know what I think either. I've read both. Yeah. You know, and, and I started out with wanting to understand why people thought it was a hoax, and I left my research thinking, oh, yeah, it's a hoax. Mm-hmm. It's a hoax for sure. And then I decided to do research on why people believe in the moon landing, and I wanted to know how people have debunked the hoax. Yes. And then I left that being like, well, we did we did land on the moon. We did. But I feel like with... With the debunking, there's a, still a couple questions that have gone unanswered. And that yes. doesn't necessarily mean that it truly is a conspiracy theory, but I do think it's important to lay all these out. So we're going to go through the whole theory today, and at the end of the episode, you decide whether you think we landed on the moon or whether it was one big hoax. And we're going to pull you guys again. Yes. <laughs> you have to listen, though, first. You Hopefully have to listen, listen first, and then we're going to pull you again, and we want to know, is it still... 80-20? It'll be interesting to see It'll be that really interesting. Because even if it's the exact same, that'll be interesting to know. Yes. You know? Or people change their mind the other way. Maybe yeah. they believed it was a hoax, and then after this episode, they'll think it was actually real. I know. So, I think it's important to start, though, with the space race. So, the space race was a 20th century competition between two Cold War rivals, the Soviet Union and the United States, to achieve first in spaceflight capability. It had its origins in the ballistic missile-based nuclear arms race between the two nations following World War II. The technological advantage required to rapidly achieve spaceflight milestones was seen as necessary for national security and mixed with symbolism and ideology of the time. So I explain this as basically a dick-measuring contest (laughs) between the Soviet Union and the United States. Yes. 
it was like you know it was for national security it was necessary but it's also there was symbolism and ideology of the time as well it's a show of strength for the yes. country so the space race led to the pioneer pioneering efforts to launch artificial satellites uncrewed space probes of the moon venus and mars and human spaceflight in low earth orbit and to the moon and the Soviet Union was actually the first to achieve um, the space race by launching the first artificial satellite, which was Sputnik 1. Mm-hmm. That was in 1957. The competition began in earnest on August 2nd, 1955, when Soviet Union responded to the U.S. announcement four days earlier of intent to launch artificial satellites for the International Geophysical Year by declaring they would also launch a satellite in the near future. The Soviet Union achieved the first successful launch of with the October 4th, 1957 orbiting of Sputnik 1 and sent the first human to space with the orbital flight on April 12th, 1961. The Soviet Union also sent the first woman, Valentina Tereshkova, to space on June 16th, 1963, with numerous other firsts taking place over the next few years with regards to flight duration, spacewalks, and related activities. According to Russian sources, these achievements led to the conclusion that the USSR had an advantage in space technology in the early 1960s. The U.S. did not like that. (laughs) According to the U.S. sources, the race peaked with the July 20th, 1969 U.S. landing of the first humans on the moon with Apollo 11. Most U.S. US sources will point to the Apollo 11 lunar landing as a significant achievement far outweighing any combination of Soviet achievements. The USSR attempted several crewed lunar missions, but eventually canceled them and concentrated on Earth's orbital space stations while the U.S. landed several more times on the moon. This is So, I think that's pretty interesting that the Soviet Union was ahead throughout the 60s, and then the U.S. was the first to land a man on the moon. Yeah, and we wanted to kind of give you guys the backstory of the whole space race, just so you can understand why people think there is a want and a desire to lie about the moon landing Mm -hmm. is because we wanted to be the first we did not want the soviet union to beat us and so that's where the conspiracy theories start kind of yeah and actually in 1962 it's important to note that jfk had said we choose to go to the moon and this was like a popular speech um, it was officially titled as the address of, at Rice University on the nation's space effort. And this was like, it got everyone hyped up because JFK was like, we're going to the moon. Mm-hmm. And that didn't even sound like it was something that was possible. And he said this in 1962. And then a few years later, in 1969, we ended up going to the moon. So it wasn't like, oh, should we go to the moon? That sounds fun. It was like, we're in a race to go to the moon before anybody else. Yeah. And we know America likes to be seen as strong and, like, you know, we have a lot powerful, of powerful, yeah. And advanced. Advanced, yes. I do think it's important to note that after the Soviet Union launched Sputnik in 1957, the United States really got competitive with their communist rivals for dominance in space. The ensuing space race was filled with many notable successes, including American astronauts walking on the moon and playing golf on the moon, but the era was not without its failures, including some deadly catastrophes. So the first fatal accident in the history of the U.S. space flight occurred on January 27, 1967, during preparations for the first manned mission of the Apollo space program. A flash fire broke out in the command module of Apollo 204 during a simulated launch, killing three astronauts of asphyxiation 
A stray spark started the fire in the pure oxygen environment inside the module, and design flaws in the hatch door made it impossible to open in time to save the astronauts. In the aftermath of the accident, NASA officially designated the mission as Apollo 1. So I just think, I do think it's important to know that they had tried and failed many times before actually finally making it to the moon. And they didn't just fail with humans. They had tried to send animals up into the moon and stuff as well and had yes. failed flights there. Which is so sad. They sent a dog and a monkey, right? They sent a lot of animals, a mouse. Um, there's a whole list of different animals that hmm. they sent. I think there was cats on there too. Like they sent everything. Um, and a lot of failed missions there. So I think the point of just kind of bringing some of those up is to show that it really was, is a difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. To be able to leave Earth and go to the moon. Yes. So uh, what we want to do next is kind of talk about the hoax, you know, some of the conspiracy theories behind the moon landing hoax, as Mm -hmm. I like to call it. So one of the really most popular reasons why people think it might be a hoax is that the American flag that the astronauts brought to the moon, it flutters gently in the non-existent breeze. Just like you would see a flag out on the streets here in the wind floating, mm-hmm. which would not happen on the moon. Yeah, and we have pictures, and as, and when we put our YouTube video together, if you guys want to see the, the picture proof that we will include, there's literally a picture I'm looking at right now of a fluttering flag. Very suspicious. I mean, that's one of the first things I remember hearing about when I heard about the conspiracy theory like why was the flag blowing in the wind Mm -hmm. they're on the moon that wouldn't have happened but they do say there's a reason for that yes they say that it was crumpled on the flight up which is weird to me which is a little weird because i feel like with the american flag and our beliefs in the american flag especially in the 60s when this is going on was that you would fold it very neatly to to bring it on that flight but if you look at it it honestly looks pretty wrinkly Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that they talk about is that there was a supporting pole on the top of the flag. So it's that not just sense. one pole. There's a supporting pole on the top, and you can see it in the pictures. And that with it being wrinkly, it just kind of held the flag in a weird shape, basically. Okay. So it's not floating in the wind. It is basically held in a weird shape. And I, I imagine maybe it's not a, the same typical fabric we're thinking about. Maybe it's like a stiff fabric. Maybe. You know? Maybe they would they knew beforehand they had to use a different kind of fabric. Yeah. And they said they did. So, and they have that supporting one to kind of hold it out so it still okay. looks like a flag. Okay. So, you know, that that's... It, that makes sense, but I do think it's weird that it's crinkly because yeah. the whole how we fold flags and everything. So there's... I, I see both sides. I see both sides. I see both sides. I it, as It's well. odd, but... I do get why they explain that it it's looking that way for a certain reason. I mean, it definitely looks odd, for sure. <laughs> definitely it looks definitely odd. looks odd. Definitely don't look right. Don't look <laughs> right, for sure. So the second suspicious thing is, there's is there more than one sun? Because there is the shadows in the pictures do not line up. Yes. Okay, they it, don't match up. If you see the pictures, it looks like there's artificial light coming from all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like there would be on a movie set or something. Yep. There's shadows caused by different light sources um, on the moon, and, and really there should just be one main light source, the sun. So they've kind of explained it that the the floor of the moon is uneven and it creates uh, the shadows to kind of mess up basically is how they explain it but that doesn't really explain it to me yes so they're they're saying there is an explanation for it and they tell you what the explanation is 
But it is odd. You yeah. Know, it, it is kind of odd. Because it's just like, they're the only people out there. There's not, it's, yes, okay, maybe the ground's uneven, but there's not buildings or anything. Yeah. There's not trees. Like, it, it is, it's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. And, like, for me, I, when I think about this, it would make sense to have multiple light sources if you had brought light equipment. Mm-hmm. You brought poles with lights to set up so you have better you know, visibility on the moon, but they don't use that as the excuse, yeah. which to me would be like a the easiest, m- it makes the most sense yeah. type of excuse. Yeah. Very odd. Because even in some of the reflections of you the astronauts, yeah. you, you look like you see light equipment. So mm-hmm. why isn't that the reason? Yeah. Very odd. Yeah. And that would, that would create a bunch of different shadows. Mm-hmm. Okay. So number three, you're in space. Where are all the stars? Yes, you cannot see stars in any of the photographs. And so when they went up there, they had their own cameras. Mm -hmm. Uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin had cameras, and they were taking pictures. And you do not see stars in any of the pictures, which is very odd because there's no clouds or anything. Like, you would think you're up on the moon. The stars are extremely visible. Yep. And, okay, and here is what they say to defend that they, you know, whoever they are. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's about the camera shutter speed. And I, and I do get that because I've taken a manual camera class before in the past. And so I've used cameras yeah, like that. I yes. understand that whole process. So the sh- they were saying the shutter speed was too quick that they weren't able to catch the details of the stars. And that makes sense to me. That is very true, especially if it's a camera from the 60s. Mm-hmm. But then my brain says that doesn't make sense because I'm looking at the picture right now and man, can I see a lot of detail on Earth, Earth yeah. in the background of that picture. I mean, look at the detail, Brittany. Yes, so I can odd. see blue and clouds and swirls. Yes. And like the tiny little blue dots in the white You would clouds. think there'd be some, if you can see the Earth that well, you'd think you'd be able to see some stars because the stars have to be so vibrant and bright up there. Like it just makes no sense. And they're way me. closer than yes. the Earth. Like you can see the details of like the footprints and stuff, but you can't see It would be like stars. If you're on earth take using this camera taking a picture of the moon like how would you even see that you wouldn't be able to see it in that kind of camera yeah. right it just makes no sense to me yeah so i don't know i mean i haven't been to the moon I, so i don't I. you know <laughs> fully understand if we're in space what the stars might look like but you think they would be even more magnificent because here in arizona when we go to the desert yes it's insane when there's nothing else around I'm, what the stars I, look like that is a picture i'd like to see from the moon. I want yes. to see those stars that they saw. That, you know, that's so interesting to me that you can't see anything. I know. And so their excuse, I mean, it, it does somewhat make sense, but it's weird because that excuse makes sense, but you can see Earth so well in the background. I know. So that's where it's one of those situations where Again, you make up, make up your mind. I don't know. Does the camera work well? Does it not? Like, can you see details or can you not? Because this, this Earth is very detailed. We'll post this picture too. We will, so. yeah. Okay. Number four. Oh, look, it's the same rocks and mountains again. Yes, and again. Very interesting to me. Yeah, so if you actually look at pictures from the moon landing, they're supposedly showing sites that they explore that are miles apart. So keeping that in mind, why are we saying the same patterns of gently sloping hills and valleys and the literally the same rocks? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, the same two little rocks next to each other, for example. Like, they're very specific-looking rocks, mm-hmm. and they're by each other, and you can see them in multiple pictures that are supposed to be miles apart. Now, mm-hmm. why is that? There's no good excuse I have seen for this. Mm-hmm. Have you? No. 
I have not seen a good excuse to explain the rock thing. No, this is interesting because I've seen this on other documentaries and I've uh-huh. seen it like in YouTube videos. I had just listened to another documentary about the moon landing literally like last night and this morning just to get some more information. And they didn't mention this. Um, so that's pretty interesting. But I had heard about it on other ones. Yeah. So there must not really be an excuse for that unless they're saying it just looks similar everywhere. But if you put these side by side, it's the same picture and I mean I get like in theory too on their aspect like there's no buildings it's nothing going to be drastically Mm -hmm. different about these sites miles apart but you think like even the rocks are literally the same rocks are the same same, placement same thing yeah like there's a lot of mountains here in Arizona where we live but they all look different Mm -hmm. we can identify which mountain is by the ranges and what they look like yep so, I don't know. It's yeah. a little weird. It's very odd. That is suspicious. Very suspicious. Suspicious. Quite suspicious. I have the word down now, guys. <laughs> don't you worry about me. Um, number five. Carved by nature. Why does that rock have a C drawn on it? This one is so odd. I hadn't remembered this from other videos. I'd watched in, um, other conspiracy posts and blogs I've read, but I heard that this morning on the one I was listening to. And so, I finally looked at the picture But when I got here. So weird. So there's this rock that has a C on it. Yeah. And conspiracy theorists say, well, that's because it's on a movie set and this rock is from, it's not a real rock, it's on a movie set, but they have an explanation for it. Yes. So it's definitely a C on the rock. It's very clearly a large C on the rock. But the explanation is that it's a stray hair that was, that happened during the development of the film. Yeah. So like like a stray hair got on the picture when they were developing it. It is just odd because if anywhere on the picture, it's not in the rocks, or, you know, it's not or on the dust and on the ground. It's on the rock, perfectly placed. Mm-hmm. See, and NASA says, so it was an error in the film development, um, but it's interesting because it was actually airbrushed out of the photo, photo in future releases. So they blurred it out in well, future yeah, releases. Well, yeah, they know it's weird. Yeah. They know it's weird. But if it's just like... Uh, Something that happened within the process, like, uh, I don't know. Seems- I mean, I, I get why they would photo it out, though. Because, like, if I have a pimple, I'm going to photo that out. That's true. You know, because it's not a permanent part of me. But it is interesting. Very interesting. It's just a C. Could be a hair. What do you think? I want to look at it again. <laughs> hard to say. It's hard to say. It really is. And we'll share the picture with you guys. I'm curious. It's, is it a C or is a per- it a hair? It's a perfect C, though. It is a perfect C. It's not C. like, okay, if you think, I, I forgot what it looked like. I just had to look again. I think about if my hair fell on the floor, it can turn out to look like a C or maybe some other letter, like an L or something. But that is literally, if you drew a C with a pencil, that's what it would look like. Especially because, like, when you when you start a C, you're going to start at the top, and that's where your thickest line is going to be. And, and if you notice, it, it, it goes down to thin on the bottom of the C. And yes. that's just natural handwriting, too. Yes. Very odd. But that, it could also be your hair because your hair is thicker at the top. But I'm, that, I don't know. I mean, that's a thick hair if it's a hair. And this is on film. That has to be a, such a tiny piece of hair. Because think about, think about film size. It's like an eyelash. It would have to be like an eyelash. Maybe an eyelash. But no, still, but, it's no one has curly a, eyelash. No one has. Even my false <laughs> eyelashes aren't that curled. They have C-shaped curled lashes. That is literally the name of them. Is it and, a pube? And maybe it's a pube. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... There's no explanation for that. That is not a hair. You know what? I was okay with it being a hair at first, and now I'm looking at it more. I'm like, there's no one's hair that shapes like that, like into a perfect C. That is drawn. That is a finger, hand-drawn C. What about maybe if the person who was developing the film was trying to fuck with us and drew it on there with like a pencil or something? That would make more sense. 
that I would believe more so than them saying that's a damn hair because that is not a damn hair. <laughs> or if I could even believe an astronaut being like, you know what? I want to put a C right there. Right? I want to mark this yeah. spot. You and know? it was a B for Buzz, or <laughs> A for A. Like, that would make more sense too. Like, oh, they put their, they wanted to mark their territory. But yep. the C, I don't know. It makes don't know. no sense. I don't either. I don't either. That's for movie set C. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Food for thought. That's suspicious. That's suspicious. <laughs> All right. Number six. Fly through a belt of radiation and you should have got cooked. This was something that they were very nervous about prior to going up there. This was something that a lot of people said that they couldn't do because of this. So this is interesting. So so to get to the moon, just so if you don't know, you have to fly through a band of radiation known as the Van Allen, Van Allen radiation belt. And you have to fly through it for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And the only thing protecting the astronauts from that radiation is... A layer of like metal or tinfoil or something like that. Yeah, it's like one aluminum (laughs) coating. So there it is. It's an aluminum coating that's on the spacecraft. And how thick is it, Brittany? Um, apparently like one eighth of an inch. (laughs) Yes. Sounds like a long. One eighth sheet of aluminum is what's protecting. One eighth sheet of aluminum, so extremely thin. Sounds like a long time to be inside of a cosmic microwave to me. Yeah. Yeah, so they were saying that it's just not possible, but then the scientists at NASA were saying, oh no, it's just like getting a CT scan, but that's still a very long time. That's be. a very extreme amount of radiation, because I, I think about what we know about microwaves now, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know people listening might not know, but they produce radiation. You even get it from your neighbor's microwaves. Yes, very it, strong. It's a very strong radiation. It's the strongest one that's in our house. It's from our microwaves that we mm-hmm. know of right now. Um, you can, it's proven. Yeah. That's a fact. That's not a theory. That's yes. a fact. You know what I mean? And that affects us. Mm-hmm. How does an hour and a half flying through the Van Allen radiation belt not give them even like a crazy cancer later in life? Like, yeah. the, you know what I mean? Like, why didn't we see them have some insane, unique, crazy situation happen from yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. That's something for me, like, if I was an astronaut and they're like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, that's something I'd want to research a bit more. That That's the freakiest part of this whole thing to me is having to go through that. Yeah. Because a lot of scientists said that they shouldn't. But then there was the opposite side saying it's fine. So there was people on both sides yeah. with that. And I don't know. Maybe that aluminum coating is, is truly all you need. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like that'd be the opposite. I don't think I'd want aluminum. You know what I mean? That sounds like... Well, I mean, they do see that, like, even with different other radiation, like, to block it is, like, a metal... Like, you should put your baby monitor in, like, a metal trash can, and it it helps keep that radiation from your kid. I know there are certain things that you can do to help protect against radiation. There's, like, a different, um, like, shugnite or something. It's, like, a different... uh, mineral or something i don't know and i don't know enough about it you know so Mm -hmm. for this one like i don't know it sounds odd to me i would like to talk to someone who is uh educated educated (laughs) in this type of thing uh to tell us what they think about it yeah because i don't feel like i know enough about radiation and aluminum coating to really know if that's enough to protect from that but I will say, um, so people were on both sides saying it was too dangerous or wasn't, but Soviet scientists were saying it was too dangerous. So maybe that was why they didn't successfully go up to the moon because their scientists were saying it was too dangerous to go through this. Yeah, which is super interesting. interesting. But our scientists were like, no, it's fine. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. We got aluminum coating. Or maybe they didn't go at all. So that's why it was fine. Yeah, I, we don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> Number seven, what's that I can see reflected in your helmet? <laughs> 
<laughs> so there are video or pictures from the moon landing um, from Apollo 12. And you can see some unusual reflections in the shiny helmet of one of the astronauts. It appears to be something hanging from a wire or perhaps a rope. And it does kind of suspiciously look like an overhead spotlight, like the kinds that you would use in a Hollywood movie set. Now, admittedly, the photo quality is a bit grainy and it's impossible to positively identify the object, but it's definitely questionable and something I'm curious about. Yeah. Um, like, for, to me, for this, though, I feel like if this was something, this is one that, that to me isn't selling me because I feel like they wouldn't have even showed us this picture if it was something. Here's my question, though, with this picture, and we'll show you but guys. But it is odd. Is it, those look like lights to me. Do those look like lights to you? No, they do. And how are we not using that as an explanation for the shadows yeah, if I feel like I can see lights in there? makes no sense. Why do I feel like I see light stands? Yeah. And, and maybe they did bring, did bring light stands. Like we said, that wouldn't yeah. make sense if they bring them. But to me, I'm also like, how do they bring all this shit with them? Like, and they're in a space suit. I wouldn't want to deal with all that shit. I just want to get on the moon, take some pictures and be done with it. Well, they were there for multiple days. So lights totally make sense for me. I guess that's true. You lights to lights, me but, seem necessary. But necessary. apparently on the moon, it's daytime for like two, two weeks. weeks at a time and, and nighttime for two weeks at a time. But what does daylight look like for them too? That's it true. could be different. That's true. It These could are be things different. that we didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, we've done, we've done some research, you know. We had yeah. to figure out if it's light on the moon so we could understand the shadows more. And that's what we found out, you guys, is... Mm -hmm. It's like a two-week process there. And then another one that I, I honestly find this one really interesting is that the <laughs> rocket ship doesn't make much of an impact yes. in the powder on the, the surface of the moon. And that's, that's really suspicious. That's the word of this podcast. Because the footprints leave such an indentation mm -hmm. on the, yeah, the surface you can, of the moon. Yeah, you can very visibly see the footprints. I can see footprints next to yep. the spaceship right here. But you don't see any indication from this huge spaceship. Like, literally none. Like, look how perfect. It's just, like, laying on it. Like, it weighs nothing. Which is very odd. And you think that spaceship is incredibly heavy. Mm -hmm. I don't have the facts. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I guess there's heavy. no... What's it called? Um, gravity? Maybe that has something to do with it. But then why can we see the footprints? Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense to me. You feel that like when matter. you would land, it would still be like an impact Well, you think about if I had a bowl of sand right here and I put toys in it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like but there's, you would see. But the gravity, that because it would lift it back up maybe? I don't know. But then, the, but then the, <laughs> but you see the footprints. But you see the footprints. That's why it makes That's no what, sense. You I can't have know. one without the other. I don't know. You can't have one without it's, the other. It's very confusing to me. It's very confusing. This one is... It's like hard to look at. <laughs> so now I want to kind of talk about debunking the hoax okay. a little bit more because, you know, we debunked along the way, but we also read some articles about other things that I want to debunk with you guys. Well, there is one more question hmm. that we didn't go over. What? Where are the original tapes? <gasps> oh, I forgot about so that. So this is the biggest thing for me. And I, I think to me, this is something that everyone should question whether you're on the side that you totally think we landed yeah. or whether you think that we didn't. Um, this is a question that for everything that kind of seems to go unanswered. They have got an answer for almost everything except for this. So in 2006, it was discovered that the original tape from the live broadcast of the moon landing were missing from NASA's archives. And there was actually an international search effort undertaken. And... NASA ultimately decided that they probably just used those tapes and recorded over them, 
which makes no sense. This was like one of the biggest moments in history. And even conspiracy theorists are like, uh, that's a quite dubious claim. Like, there's no way that you just recorded over that. So how do you just accidentally record over one of the most historic moments in history? It's quite odd. Yep. To this day, those, those original tapes have never been found. Super so to me, weird. that's like... That kind of answers. They don't the want to be picked apart. For me, they don't want yes. to be picked apart. If they had nothing to hide, why wouldn't they just? Be, oh yeah, here's the tapes. That's odd. To me, it's like nope. They got rid of those. Yeah, they burned really them odd. away forever. Another thing, though, that I think is interesting. Um, a lot of people who say, you know, we 100% went to the moon. There was over 400,000 people working on this. Like, how could they all keep it a secret? And that was something to me, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way it's gone on this long. Mm-hmm. If we really didn't go to the moon, someone by now would have slipped it, you know? Yep. But the thing is, even though there was 400,000 people working on this project, everything was separate. Mm-hmm. So there were only a couple hundred people who would really see the whole entire picture. Yeah. And the press could only report on what was given to them from NASA. They couldn't speak to or ask questions to any employees directly. Mm-hmm. So anything they reported about was just given to them from NASA. Yeah. So how could they question anything? So that's pretty interesting, too. But it makes sense because um, the Manhattan Project, which was um, the atomic bomb, there was 139,000 workers on that here in the U.S., and not one detail leaked. But there were several Soviet spies that made their way into it, and they did tell the Soviet Union. So it did leak from the from the spies. Yeah. So that would make sense that they were, like, super secretive about it because they don't want any Soviet yep. spies involved. Um but it is interesting because to me, I'm like, well, if it's only maybe a hundred people and they said, we know we're going to kill you and your family, even if you say it on your deathbed, we'll kill your family. Yeah. Like, don't ever say a word of it. I don't know. Yeah. So there's actually a man named Bart Sebrill, who is one of the most outspoken moon landing conspiracy theorists out there. And he has a 2001 documentary called A Funny Thing Happened While on the Way to the Moon and Astronauts Gone Wild, which was released in 2004. In 2002, Sebrill cornered Buzz Aldrin in Beverly Hills and badgered him about whether the moon landing and his lunar walk was fake. Sebrill even shoved a Bible in Aldrin's face a couple times and asked him to swear on the book. And he was calling him a coward, a liar, a thief, and Buzz Aldrin eventually punched him in the face. So I thought that was interesting because I, I can see both sides mm-hmm. of this. He's, yeah. he's frustrated that people think that it was a big hoax. Like, he went to the moon, it's a huge deal, and people think it was a, a hoax, and this guy comes in your face with a Bible saying, swear on the Bible that you went to the moon. For me, I would be like, I, went to the, I put my hand on the Bible, I swear to God I went to the moon. F off, you know yeah. what I mean? But he did not say, I swear I went to the moon. He just said, like, screw off and punch him in the face. And there's a video of this. Yes, there is video of it. So I think that's pretty interesting. Um, not that that proves anything, but for me, I'm like, why didn't he just swear he went to the moon? And you also, if, if it is a hoax, you would never want to probably admit it either because... Yes. Like, that's your Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. You went to the moon, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that is your end-all be-all. Mm-hmm. And, like, you would probably be murdered. Oh, yeah. If, it, if you really didn't go to the moon and he spoke out, you if, know, bad if, things would happen. If it was fake, he would never admit to it, yeah. most likely. But if it was real, why didn't you just say, yeah, I swear to God, I went to the moon? I don't know. I don't know. But then he's also annoyed by this guy. Like, screw off, dude. You're annoying. Get true. out of my face. I yep. don't know. Yep. Very true as well. I know. I see both sides to that one. I as well. I as well. Um, there's another another thing that is starting to prove that the moon landing is real. is the fact that we brought back... 
um, across six missions, moon rocks. And they've been verified by countries like Russia, Japan, and China that they did indeed come from the surface surface of the moon. See, this is interesting to me, too, because I'm like, couldn't they... They have, like, machines and stuff that could pick that up. You know what I mean? True, It doesn't mean a man had to go up there and pick it up. So, I don't know if that really proves anything to me. But it is interesting that they admitted it came from the moon because those aren't really all of our allies, you know. So, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. To see both sides is really interesting. There's a lot of things that make me think, oh, yeah, it's for sure a hoax. But then there's a lot of things that are like, okay, that could be real, too. Another thing that we didn't mention, which I think is pretty interesting, is the computers that they had back then were not commercially available. And the ones that did exist would take up, like, an entire room. It's yeah. not like the computers we have nowadays. It's so true. That's all right. So the onboard computer of the Apollo 11 only contained 32 gigabytes, which is less commuting power than a pocket calculator. So that was all it was to get them to the moon and back. It seems kind of crazy. A pocket calculator. What did I say? I, that's just crazy. Oh, oh my God. That's <laughs> something else. No, no. That's just crazy. A pocket calculator. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah. Um... And it's interesting to me, so we haven't been back to the moon since the 70s. It's been centuries since we've been to the moon. And nowadays, computers and this technology is a lot cheaper, Mm -hmm. and it would be a lot easier to make it to the moon. So, And the reasoning is that it's not important to go to the moon, is what they say, and they want to go to other planets, and that's what they're focusing on. But as Americans and as astronauts, wouldn't you think you'd want to go to the moon? If it's so simple now... Like, why not just go? Or do they Well, it's so expensive. But it still be so they expensive. spend money on other shit. But NASA doesn't get the same budget as it used to anymore. That's why you have Elon Musk that is doing I would Space think, Force. I would think Elon Musk would want to get someone to the moon. Yeah. Because why not? Well, he wants to. He He's involved in that right now. He is trying to make it so you can pay money and go to the moon. I would never. Would you? No, Jake and I were talking about this. Let me look it up really quick, what Elon Musk is doing, because I think that's an interesting. Now that we're talking about it, why not? Did you watch Xenon Girl of the oh, 20, yeah. when you were a kid? I love Xenon. Me too. Stetis Lapidus. <laughs> I, that, that movie made me, like, freaked out by space. Like, I couldn't imagine it. But it seems like it could happen eventually. I could see it being where you live in a spaceship mm-hmm. in the sky, but you can never go outside, which is weird. But I'm sure it'd almost be like a, a cruise ship in the sky. You know what I mean? Like they'd have everything. It could feel like it I was know. outdoors. But for me, hell no. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do it. No. Earth's not that great right now, but I don't want to risk it out in space. Mm-hmm. So Elon Musk is trying to go to the moon. He, he wants to try to go to the moon in the next couple of years, and he thinks it's possible. And he wants to go because he is fueled by a belief that will run out of energy on Earth, and he wants to kind of be ahead of getting us out there. Hmm. What's interesting, though, is that he feels like the fuel is going to end here and wants to get us to the moon, but, like, haven't we already been there? Yeah. I wonder if he doesn't think we have. Because I'm pretty sure Joe... I know Joe Rogan has gone up... He's kind of both ways, too. He says he used to believe we didn't, but now he thinks we did. But he's good friends with Joe Rogan. I'm wondering if they... Because Joe got a lot of heat for saying he didn't believe we went 
to the moon. Yeah. And then he changed his mind because yeah. he does that. So I'm curious. I wonder what he really believes. I wonder if Elon Musk thinks we've gone to the moon before. Yeah. And I mean, even if we have, I get it. We need to do it better now. It's been 50 mm-hmm. years or whatever. Like we do need to do it better, but still interesting that we're in like another space race in a, in a way, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's really interesting too, because he's got his SpaceX company mm-hmm. and they are doing the Dear Moon project. And it's a lunar tourism mission and art project conceived and financed by Japanese billionaire Yusaku, Yusaku? Sure. Meizawa. I, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. <laughs> Sorry, Miss um, It'll make us use, it'll make use of the SpaceX Starship on a private space flight, flying a, a singular circumlunar trajectory around the moon. Hmm. I would not do it. Would nope. You? Never. Nope. Would It'd not. It'd be terrifying. Would not. Terrifying. I'm a mom, though, now. You know, we're moms now. I feel like before, like, I probably didn't care much about, like, if I survived something like that. But now as a mom, I'm like, no, nope, not nope. even going to risk that. My thing is I don't like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I would not like to no. go around the moon. Same. No. Same. no, no, no it's no. too long, too. Mm-hmm. Well, just, like, so going to the moon, it took them, like, what? I think it took them, like, four to six days or something mm-hmm. to get to the moon. Yeah. That, to me, had probably was the most anxious days of their life. Maybe they were excited, though. Maybe they weren't Well, anxious. I mean, at any second you could think you could die. Because yeah. it's, it's terrifying, too. Well, there was a lot of failed missions. It's like 40% of missions have failed. Mm-hmm. Right? That does not mean they're all... Like, people died in all of those times, but there's been a lot of astronauts that have died. And well, there was the one that they, they got, like, four feet off the ground and it exploded. Yes, and everybody was watching it. Yes, so terrifying. I, I do think it's pretty interesting that we haven't gone back since... Elon wants to go. I would love to see it again. I'd, I think that would be interesting to prove to some things. If they went now and we got to see it live, what would it look like? Mm-hmm. You know, what would, uh, what w- would it leave imprints? What would the flag look like? I want to see all of this. But that could be why they haven't. I was just thinking that. I mean, I feel like we really could go to space. Yeah, now. they feel like it's really so do. easy. You know, now I feel like we definitely could, mm-hmm. and I would believe it if we were to go now. I think it's the time that we went that I have some trouble believing that we did. And I, but do, I still believe that we kind of. Did. I don't know what I think. I, don't I really know. don't ultimately know what I think. I think the biggest thing I've gone both ways with it too. I, I also think like maybe we really did go, but the footage was fake. That's one thing I've said in the past. Like maybe that footage wasn't real, but they wanted to have proof to basically show the Soviet Union. Like, look it, we did go. Here's yeah. the proof. Uh, the weirdest thing for me, I think, of all of the evidence, uh, the one thing that truly cannot be explained is where the footage went. Yeah. So. If they ever found the footage. It is kind of crazy, though, that we watched it live, though. Like, if you think about it. The technology. The technology at that time. The fact that we were able to watch it live. We, our our, our parents and stuff, were able to watch it live is insane. Insane. And and the technology they used to record was, like, 30-year-old technology, too. But they said there was a reason behind that because it was easier to use up there. Um, but it made everything really grainy, which some people say, conspiracy theorists say, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, of course they wanted to use this old technology mm-hmm. and make it grainy so you couldn't see very well. And it's all very odd, and I'm still not sold either way, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, but I, I found it really interesting to look more into it. Mm-hmm. I just I just enjoy that, like the, the, the journey of understanding yeah. both sides of something yes. and trying to figure out where I believe. And honestly, a lot of times I find that I'm somewhere in the middle. Totally. When I really look into both sides of things, yep. I lie somewhere in the middle. 
That's yes. your life lesson for today. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, keep an open mind. Yes. I, I do think sometimes it's both sides. It's both sides. You know, one side, for example, let's use this theory. Someone's saying, you know, there's 100% no way we landed on the moon. Well, that's not a way to look at it. Let's look at all the evidence. Yes. And then maybe there is a way we landed, but there's just some things that still can't be explained. But then there's the other side saying there's 100% proof that we did land well. Maybe we didn't look at this evidence, you yeah. know, so keep an open mind. It's interesting now because when you go on Google, like for us to find this information was kind of difficult. We had to go to DuckDuckGo. And even <laughs> even there, a lot of it's been now censored, which is, it's still hard yeah. to find information because a lot of it now, number one, is showing you, if you look up moon landing conspiracy theory, you're not going to find the theory saying it we didn't go you're gonna find the the bunking of the, it the bunking of it yes that's with almost anything now mm-hmm. it's so hard to find information another thing is especially this last year almost every conspiracy theory is now labeled a QAnon conspiracy theory and that's not right that makes no sense this could be because the moon landing conspiracy theories have been around since the 70s like for years like this yeah. has been a, a thing that people have questioned and QAnon has been around like the last four years so I don't like that because it automatically turns people away. Yeah. And people sometimes don't even want to look into it or open their mind to it because they think QAnon is so crazy. So I think that's an interesting tactic that they're using to maybe persuade people to not look into certain things. So don't let that turn you away. Because uh, even the Titanic one, it's interesting. I was Googling something about the Titanic conspiracy theory the other day, and it first thing that popped up, like one of the first things on Google was a new QAnon conspiracy theory. I knew. But this has been around for years. So it makes no sense uh, to me. And even like Pizzagate, for example, that's one maybe we can go down that rabbit hole. A lot of people have a lot of strong feelings about that, but it's now labeled a QAnon conspiracy theory when that has no connection. It's very interesting to me how they're throwing that word in there now. It kind of takes us takes me back a little bit to the Mandela effect that we talked about last week and how our brain works and how the things that we say and things that are said to us, how they're said to us, Mm -hmm. interprets or determines how we interpret it and how we take it in. You know what I mean? So for them just being like, you know, that's debunked, that's a hoax. Everywhere, our brains are going to naturally... Oh, that's fake. Yeah. Oh, that's fake. That's a hoax. That's what I see. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's just how our brain works. And the people out there know that. Yep. And it's a powerful fact to know. They say too that the the term and label of a conspiracy theorist is from the CIA. I hate that term. I really do. I use it, but I don't like it. Same. Same. I know. We say conspiracy theories, but I don't like that term. There's things that have been proven, and Mm -hmm. it's no longer a theory. Yes. Once it's been proven. One thing we could eventually fall down the rabbit hole on, and I've talked about it on my personal Instagram before, is MKUltra, because it's so interesting to me. The CIA, if you fall down the rabbit hole of the CIA, like, they have been involved in a lot of very sketchy stuff. And MKUltra sounds like something so made up and fake, but it's actually true. And they They've admitted to they it. They admitted to it. Um, but if someone didn't know that and you told them a little bit about MKUltra, they'd say, oh, that's a crazy conspiracy theory. So but it's been proven. That word just gets thrown around so often, yeah. and I hate it, and I wish we were able to even look into these things a bit more because everything's censored now. Even YouTube. You you look it up. I tried to look up moon landing stuff on YouTube, where years ago when I looked into it, it was easy to find, but now it's all debunking. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I like both sides. So I want to be e- able to easily look up both sides. I enjoy both sides as well. Mm-hmm. To me, when I see something pushing one side so strong yes. and hiding the other side, 
That's when I get suspicious. Exactly. That's when my exactly. mind's like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Why? Exactly. Why? It should be okay for us just to talk about things. I am curious, Sam. So we were doing the survey right now, and it said, did we go to the moon? Would you choose yes or no? Hmm. You really put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I would be one of those people that DMs us and say, boom! Yes, exactly. <laughs> I need a neither option. We get, we get that all the time. All the time. To be honest, I'm still not sold that we did, so I think I would go with no, because where are the tapes? I think ultimately I'm not sold either if I had to go down with it, but I'm not like a hundred percent. We did not go. Like I am not that strong and passionate about it, but Mm -hmm. I feel like if I was weighing one way or the other, I do tend to at this point feel like there's a good chance we did not go. And I think it's not even just the evidence that we've seen and the debunking of it. I think it's knowing that there was such a race beforehand yeah. to get there. It was, and there would be, and we went up with a calculator basically. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And there was reason for them to lie and they have lied before. It's so interesting because if you fall down that rabbit hole too, like they've lied before about certain things because they wanted to win or look good. Yeah. And I do think, like, if there's a chance that we did go to the moon, there's still lies that happened with it. Like mm-hmm. you said, like, maybe we really didn't take video of it and we had to fake the video. Yep. Like, I, I think there's some lying going on. Well, the Soviet Union was really secretive. It was one thing I learned about looking into this. Um, a lot of times they didn't even talk about things that they were going to do. They only talked about it once they were successful in doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, they might have had all these failed missions around the around the Earth or going up to the moon with satellites and stuff. Um, but they never talked about it unless it was successful. So we, on the other hand, were like, look what we're doing. Look at us. And so we see all these failed attempts, but we actually talked about it and we we showed it to the world. So that could be something to think about, too. Very interesting. Um, but it's still very strange to me that the Soviet Union was so far ahead of us and everything, and they didn't make it first. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I just, I'm glad that we talked about this today. I am. Yeah. I am. I'm glad I looked into it. I'm glad we talked about it because it was an overwhelming question from the polls that we got DMs on. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys, like, DM us a lot. We have pretty active DMs, but we can always see a trend on, like, what's most popular for yes. you guys and what's most curious. And you guys could not even begin to believe that people thought the moon landing was fake. Yeah, so hopefully this opens your mind a bit. Yeah, just to, you know, do some thinking. Like, even if you still think it's real, like, that's cool. I and love you, girl. You don't need to send us things. No, so trying no. To prove. Like, we, we're, we are open-minded, but we don't need to see every bit of evidence because we've looked into it quite yeah. a bit. Um, and ultimately, I don't really care that much. I don't care. Okay, so we don't <laughs> I judge find you. It interesting. I we don't, don't judge you. If you are on the 100% we did go side, cool. Or the 100% cool. we didn't go and you think cool. that we're crazy for even debating it. Yep. Like, cool. We love you. Exactly. We think that you're great and it's cool that you've yes. looked into it. And we really don't care that much. No, no, we don't. We just find yeah. it interesting to look into the process. <laughs> yes, yes. It's one of those things. Like, I don't care if we went or not. Obviously, the U.S. cared a lot at the time. And yes. the Soviet Union cared a lot at the time. <laughs> but us, it was just interesting to look into. Yeah. <laughs> So hope you enjoyed this episode. And if there is a fun conspiracy theory that you guys are interested in talking about, let, let us, us know. know. We love this type of conversation. And hey, if you like this episode, if you could just go ahead and like leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, you guys, that would seriously mean the world. Like, you ask us how you can support us. It's free. It's free. Takes a couple, it's not like, even a couple minutes. Yeah. 60 it, seconds. It, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to write something, we love it. We send them to each other. Yes. They make us, like, honestly feel really good to mm-hmm. know that something we're doing is making an impact on somebody. Like, that's, I mean, 
Like, who wants more than that? Like, yes. that is, like, the, the, literally the best feeling, you guys. It makes us feel so good. It literally keeps us going. Yes, truly. We When we see a new review come up, because it's not one of those things we get notified of no. or anything. We just randomly will check our reviews on Apple Podcasts, and when we see a new one, we literally like, yay! yay! And so we send it to each other yes. and talk about it, and it just makes us feel really good. So if you want to make our day... Yes. It's not that hard. It's not that hard, girl. <laughs> leave a little review. Leave a little review. Unless you think it's less than four stars, then you can just keep on scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just DM us your feedback on yeah, that Yeah, DM us your feedback. We'll try to do better. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. Just don't put it on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> you guys are the best. Hope you have a good rest of your day. And I hope that you enjoyed falling down this rabbit hole with us. We love you. Bye. Bye.